the System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 78, where we're going to be talking all about how to gamify your programs. I'm super excited to share this interview with y'all because this business owner has single-handedly created one of the coolest programs using all sorts of incentives for uh, her members to go through it and win points and win awesome, really cool prizes. Y'all are going to want to listen to this one. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to share this guest with you today because she is super fun and is just one of my biz besties that I know I can lean on for just really anything, um, crazy talk or non-crazy talk. Um, so, uh, Lexi, how are you doing today? I am doing so well. I'm so excited to be here with you. Yay. I'm excited you're here too. Uh, so go ahead and share a couple of details about you and your business. Yeah. So I am the founder and head sorceress of BizWoo School. And if you guys don't know what this is all about, it's basically taking strategy and spirituality and alchemizing it together to create this really unique magic. So the teachers inside of the school are either in the business realm, so sales, marketing, social media, etc., or the woo realm, astrology, tarot, moon cycles, all that fun stuff. Jordan is actually one of the incredible resident teachers inside of the space. Um, and yeah, it's sort of like the, the Hogwarts for female entrepreneurs is a great way to sum it all up. Yes. And it, it truly is magical. And y'all know I've talked about how non-woo I am. I have, <laughs> but I will say I have my salt lamp and I have the crystal that you got me, Lexi. Oh, right here. yay. I love it. And so it's part of my little scene. So <laughs> <laughs> You're becoming so woo now. <laughs> I know. I have a crystal. I'm woo. Um, <laughs> I love it. So, <laughs> but anyway, so let's go ahead and dive into a really fascinating subject one that I definitely don't know a whole, whole lot about, um, and that is gamification. So describe to us kind of what you were offering beforehand that didn't have the gamification and maybe where you saw there were gaps missing and maybe people not going through the courses, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So first of all, I just want to explain what it is because some people are like, what, what is that? And I I also want to preface, I am not a gamification expert by any means. I actually have a team member who is really in charge of all of this, but um, I knew that this was something that I wanted to include. So, I mean, it's kind of the way that it sounds. It's basically applying typical elements of game playing. So like point scoring, competition with others, like that kind of thing um, to other areas or activities so for instance in this case like online marketing or in a program or a course to really encourage people to um, engage more and really just become immersed in the experience so that's just kind of a little rundown of what it is Um, in a nutshell now what was your question (laughs) 
<laughs> no worries. Kind of talk about why it was important for you to have gamification, like what was missing, oh, okay. the gaps that you saw in previous courses, et cetera. Yeah, definitely. So I actually have never been inside of a course I can think of off the top of my head that's included this before. Yeah. I mean, I think there have been elements here and there, like, you know, little challenges, or you can like win a prize if you do this or that, or so, I mean, minor elements of it. Sure. But I knew that I wanted to create something completely different than what I had seen out there. And I am a highly competitive person. Like I love winning <laughs> and <laughs> for better or for worse. And so I, I just love games and I love challenges. And so um, also like this is an ongoing membership experience. So the coven inside of BizWoo schools is ongoing experience. And I've been a part of membership sites where I just feel like they can kind of fall flat and there's not this incentive to dive in and engage and really immerse yourself. And so I knew that I wanted to, you know, implement all the things to make sure that people did that. And gamification was a huge piece of that to really create this, um, friendly competition and also camaraderie because uh, the women who join the students inside get sorted into one of our school's four houses, like Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they get to compete um, for points in so many different ways. And we'll dive into that. But I just knew that in order to really keep people engaged and make it like a Harry Potter experience, I, um, I really wanted to include this. Yeah, I love that. So um, I guess really what finally drove you to put the process in place was just that you experienced membership sites that fell flat and that were just kind of like, oh, we're all just kind of like swimming in this weird pool of <laughs> membershiping together. It's like super, yeah, I've never been, I think I've done one membership community outside of yours and it was fine. But again, it just was, again, I just, I literally just felt like I was like in a current with a bunch of people yeah. like doing anything we weren't like playing marco polo or anything like, <laughs> like it literally was just like floating yeah <laughs> like, how to describe it no exactly and so this oh kato's diving in Kato. um <laughs> that's my dog um so yeah this really just it made me want to bring people together also so while there's like that individual motivation to get points and succeed, move, move ahead. There's also the um, incentive to get to know your fellow housemates and really just kind of come together in community. Um, and I just, I thought that would be a much more fun way to go about the whole process. Totally. Agree. All right. So walk us through the steps that you took to kind of create gamification from once somebody you know jumps in kind of what elements are in that first part and then throughout their journey just continuing on as membership what elements are there as well yeah so it starts like from the very very beginning basically people they sign up they get taken to a start here page and then it begins so the first thing is for them to be sorted into a house and so in order to do this, there's this quiz. And um, basically the houses are based off of the four different elements. Um, so earth, air, fire, and water. And so once they take this quiz, they are then sorted into a house. And so um, our system knows like, okay, yay, like you're in, um, I'm not gonna say the houses because they're a surprise right now for people who aren't inside of the school. But oh. you're, yeah, you're in <laughs> la, la, la house and <laughs> just like that. Yeah. And so then like they get this badge and so um, 
gamification also includes badges. So once you take certain actions or you accomplish certain things, you can get badges for, I'm like using my hands a lot here, badges. <laughs> um, and so once that happens, they then are taken to another page that's like, okay, yay, you're now in this house and this is how it's going to work. There's this leaderboard where you can literally see how the houses are performing and which houses are in first place. And then even within that, which members have the most points. Um, and there's like the top five are listed out there. So that is an ongoing thing that as they're taking actions throughout the school, the points are consistently being updated on a regular basis. Um, the next thing for people is to figure out what stage they're at in both their business journey and their spiritual journey. So yet another quiz um, that really just identifies where they are. So um, they get another badge that says like you're at either the seeker, apprentice, um, phoenix, or sorceress stage. And each of those stages have very unique qualities um, and activities that you're supposed to be focusing on. So once they get that badge, um, they're able to see a whole list of different courses and trainings that are gonna be applicable to where they're at in their stage that month. So every training is tagged within the school um, based off of the subject matter and also the stage of business or spirituality that it's at. And so this is just like another layer to really make this a unique experience because I also know that membership sites can be so overwhelming and it's like, oh my God, all the information, but that's not what you need. You really need um, to focus. So this helps create the focus and the customization. Gotcha. So then it's, it's basically instead of just everybody getting the same, I mean, everybody gets access to all the same trainings in business school, yes. but like knowing like, okay, this is specifically for people who are seekers and I am a seeker, so I'm going to watch it or I'm not a seeker. So I may watch it. I may not watch it. Exactly. Um, so it just gives you such a personalized experience um, from a member's perspective, which I think you know, having gamification and having the quizzes, stuff like that. Who doesn't like to know what they are? Like I take all the quizzes, all of them, all the time. So Me too. I'm like, Me I want to know what Disney princess I am. Like, <laughs> I want to know, like, you know, what type of angel I'm going to be when I die. I literally just like, <laughs> like to know all the things about myself. I love it. And so it's, it's, it's really adding fun elements, but it's also like, there's a purpose. It's not just, you know, fluff stuff. So knowing where you are in business, um, knowing where you are in the spiritual side, all that stuff is just going to help you better tailor your experience, which I think really is the benefit of having gamification. It's just, it's all about client customer experience. Exactly. Exactly. And so it just completely changes the game and the students inside of the school are like, Oh my God, like this is amazing. This is so fun. Um, and they also get to then know the other women who are at their stage and they can then right. mastermind together and reach out. And um, it's also exciting because they know like what next stage is coming and what they have to do to get to that place. And so it's keeping the motivation going for them to want to engage and continuously take action too. Mm. Yeah, no, I totally, totally get that. Anything else in the process? So 
Anything else looking for? Yes. So then um, basically like what happens all along, well, not all along, is every single month there's also a biz and a woo challenge. So it's something that it's nothing like crazy. It's something that you're probably going to already be implementing inside of your business or your spiritual practice anyway. Um, so for example, for the month of April coming up, what we're doing is the business challenge is called the magic hour. And essentially it's encouraging students to set a time an hour where they are only focusing on outreach, um, setting up discovery calls, uh, signing on clients, et cetera, just to show them how powerful it can be when you're actually focused. And they get certain points based off of the actions that they're taking. So the number of outreaches that they do, the number of discovery calls that they're booking, et cetera. Um, and then the woo challenge is implementing a morning ritual. So every day that they implement the ritual, they get a certain amount of points and Basically, it's just to help create consistency over time with these things because these are two key things that you need to be doing in your business and in your spiritual practice. So by having these challenges, they're winning points all along. And at the end of every month, the house that has the most points, like every individual will win like a chunk of points as well. So um, just more, lots of points, lots of, yeah. again, encouraging them to just take action so they can gain these points. Um, now, with the points, people are able to get certain rewards. So we'll have certain prizes for things um, as people get points, and we'll also be doing um, levels. So kind of like with JetBlue or um, even like Fitbit or just different things like where when you have a certain amount of points, you reach a certain level and that level allows you to have certain benefits and rewards. So um, as people are in like the higher levels, they'll be able to get maybe like a free coaching call with one of the teachers inside of the school. They'll be able to get a ticket to our live event. Um, they'll be able to get um, money into our gift shop or whatever it is. Right. So it just, um, again, another incentive to earn points so you can level up. Yeah. I, I like the tears thing. Cause I mean, when I see, again, when I see tears, I'm like, I'm like going to be up there. <laughs> I'm like, I want to be exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's just like this human nature thing that people just right. like they want to go up and they want to climb to the top. And so, um, it keeps it fun and engaging and that's what it's all about too. And ultimately it's about really creating, um, community and loyalty as well, because as people continue to win points and badges and level up, they become loyal to your school, your program, your product, whatever it is, because a lot of times, like if you leave the program or if you stop using the product, then you lose your points, you lose your level and you don't get those benefits. So, so many people love flying JetBlue. So they're in, um, the mosaic, uh, level or whatever they want to, whatever it's called. Um, so they can get like extra miles and benefits and this and that. And they know they want to choose JetBlue for those reasons. So mm -hmm. it builds, uh, the customer and brand loyalty as well. Oh yeah. And I think with that, you know, I, I think a lot of people, when you're doing business, you don't, it kind of plays to the nature of, okay, I got my social media done, but there's like no, I mean, I can celebrate in my house, I guess, by myself, but there's no like, <laughs> like, oh, yay, like, we got this done sort of feeling. And so exactly. you know, when you're doing those challenges, and you have like, you know, morning routine, there's no, nobody celebrating morning routines, really. So it's like, <laughs> 
literally like I can say that I've done this for X amount, get points, and then it benefits me because I get to connect with these people, whatever, whatever, win this thing. So um, I think that's the part that's super cool just because, you know, people get into the monotony of their business and just like having a spark of excitement of just, okay, like, yay, like I'm making moves in my business um, and it's going to be paying off in some way, uh, even if it's not necessarily in the traditional way that I thought it was going to, um, those points still can benefit you. Yeah, exactly. And so I think just touching on the individual piece is like it motivates you as an individual. But then again, people love being a part of something and like a team. And so like the women, once they got sorted into their houses, they're like, who's in this house? Who's in this house? Like, oh my God, yay. Um, Like, let's talk, let's connect. And so that just, again, continues to create even more of a tight knit community and sisterhood inside of the space, which is only going to enhance experience that the students are having which is awesome yeah I I think that's I mean you're killing it but you already know that (laughs) (laughs) you're the best thank you no it's it's fun I mean it's it's been a lot of work and I didn't even know if some of these things were possible to do but um thank god for my gamification person charm fernandez she is a sorceress literally um and yeah i couldn't do it without her so it's really cool to see what's possible and i was saying to you before i think this is an up-and-coming thing that not many people are doing but i really do think that in the coming years it's going to be like a requirement and yeah it's going to be something that if you don't have it you're falling behind and you're not you're not keeping up kind of. Um, and so in whatever way that you can to just start to implement it, it doesn't have to be like full blown like this by any means, but like any way that you can just add this gamification aspect to your courses or your programs, it's going to create that much more of a fun, engaging experience for your user, student, client, et cetera. Totally. I agree. And so we're going to get into the last few questions. Awesome. Uh, What was your best financial investment in business? So I've made so many great investments and it's hard to pick just one, but I think what, I mean, I I guess it's, I'm torn because the first investment was the one that really kicked things off and allowed me to be in this space right now. But I think overall it was hiring my first team member um because oh my god i am such a perfectionist i am someone who like i'm pretty competent in all areas so i feel like oh i'm the one who has to be doing this and it was so hard for me to hire a team member um and multiple team members now but it was the best thing that I could have done because there's no freaking way that I could have launched something at this scale without their help and support. Like it would have taken me years and years and years, (laughs) the amount of hours that have gone into this. So yeah, yeah, hiring my first team member. Um, I actually hired two like the same time as a Facebook ad strategist and a project manager, not the typical first hire, but, um, (laughs) yeah. But what is interesting about this is that project management and Facebook ad strategy those were not my things. Like I knew those were not my zone of genius. So it was easy for me to be like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm going to hire somebody else. But when it came to like graphic design or VA work or um, like tech stuff, I felt really competent in those areas. So it was really hard for me to delegate because I was like, I can do this. Can someone do this better than me? I don't think so. I mean, they can, but I didn't (laughs) think so at the time. (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, I totally get that. And especially because you're freaking amazing at design and we all, whatever, are always talking about like Lexi could just be a designer. Like, <laughs> but <laughs> I love it. You to do greater things. So we accept it. But your, your design stuff is so brilliant. Thank you. It's, I it's wish my it like secret. What? what did you say? But I wish I, it was somebody else so I could hire them. <laughs> I love you. Yeah, it's sort of like my secret or like now not so secret, like creative outlet. Like I love doing it. And my team is like, you need to stop designing even though you're really good at it. I'm like, but I love it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> financial investment. I agree. Yeah. Uh, what was your worst financial investment in business? Oh, <laughs> I love Man. seeing people's faces when I ask this question. I've, I mean, I ask with anything like this is all a risk and you, you don't know what's going to happen and you have to take those leaps of faith. And so there have been some really tough financial mistakes that I've made, but I've learned from them. Um, I think no, it wasn't so much the worst financial investment, but what um, basically she had told me that mixing the business and the woo together wasn't like the best idea and that leading with spirituality wasn't going to work because for those of you who know me before I was really like hardcore business strategy, etc. And so she was basically saying like, if you lead with the woo, you're going to lose people and that's not what they want. And so that kind of, and I really trusted what she was saying. And so that kind of led me to like lead two lives like on the outside and like our coaching calls I was like pretending to be like this business person but like on the inside I was like oh my god I have all these ideas like for this school and I want to mix the biz and the woo and so I felt like for a while I was really like stagnant and wasn't making moves because of that so um it wasn't necessarily like a bad financial investment but it was just like the advice that I got from that investment kind of knocked me off my course a little bit yeah. Well, and, and I mean, you know, that's what's tricky about coaching is you kind of like you go with somebody that you feel like you can trust and, um, you know, sometimes you get recommendations, referrals, stuff like that, and it doesn't work out the way you initially had planned. And so I think it's, it's really key to just do your research and some things, honestly, you can't foresee and you, you know, as a business owner, you just kind of have to be okay with it. There's a lot of things that I did not foresee and it's <laughs> what it is. So I think, you know, not being hard on yourself for making those types of financial investments that don't work out or, you know, hiring somebody that didn't work out or, or whatever else, because a lot of times, like you did the best you could in that moment. Um, and it's also, you don't know what you don't know. So it just yeah. is making the best decision you can at the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I also learned something huge from that. It's like, I never want anybody else to feel the way that she made me feel in that moment and during that time. And so it also just helps me become a better coach. And also to just, I don't know, when you have those bad experiences, you realize like what you also don't want to do or be. Um, and that can be just as useful as knowing who you do want to be and what you do want to create in the world. So in the end, it was helpful, I guess. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Lessons learned. That's exactly. Sure. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, well, where can people find you online? Talk about Biz Loose School, all the places, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you are. Yes. So people can find me at bizwooschool.com and that's B-I-Z-W-O-O school.com. And it's basically instagram.com forward slash bizwooschool, facebook.com forward slash bizwooschool, all the bizwooschools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got, got them all. Yeah. All of them. Good. Good, good, good. Well, thank you so much, Lexi, for being on. I'm of super course. For people to listen and and even dive into business school if that's something that sounds super appealing to you obviously i will be inside there Um, but yeah it'll, it'll be a good time amazing thank you so much for having me it's so fun thanks for listening to system save me if you want to get the links to anything we talked about go to systemsaveme.com have a wonderful week and i'll see you on the next episode